talking about. <laughs> yes, sir. I've been for this for a long time. Let's go. We are I fucking love it. Cause I can talk. Just, I'm fucking Cuban. We just, we just. <laughs> you know what they say, Cubans, right? Clean something. We're talking about a mierda. Talking about a shit. Smell that. It's my first time ever having ro- uh, Cuban, Cuban rum Cuban with rum. Cuban cigars, with Cuban shirts, with and a our Cuban, Cuban guest. <laughs> Ready? Salud. Hey, y'all. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Burn Down Podcast. Today, we have an in-studio guest. This man right here, Jose Ramon. He's a father. He's a business owner, and he is an author, and his book, he simply says he's a man trying to be the best human he can be. Jose, what's going on? Welcome to the burn down, brother. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, sir. I've been for this for a long time. Let's go. <laughs> we are um, stoked. We are stoked to have you here. Can't wait to hear about your story. Can't wait to hear about the book. Can't wait to hear about how you live your fucking story. And I'm, I'm I can't about. wait to hear how the burn down is mentioned in this book. We that's are. Right. That's going to be interesting, man. Yeah. I was. It's funny when you when we first found out when Eric told me you were going to be on the show. I said, "Oh, I got to get the book. I want to read the book before he goes on the show." And I was like, "Book's not out yet." Yeah. I'm like, "Ah, uh, uh, I wanted to read it." I'm, I'm like, and it's I'm a cool itching. story. It's a cool story. We all, read inter, it. we all intermingle with each other. You know, you know our our photographer Lorenzo. That's how you got the cover for the photo. Right. Right. So let's you know, let's hear about. You know, what's, who's Jose Ramon? What's going on? Well, how about before we go there? You got a suitcase wait, full wait, of stuff. Wait, 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 oh, that's second, right. Wait, that's wait, right. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. When is Christmas? How uh, six, seven, eight, nine months oh, away. Santa Claus came today. <laughs> I mean, I mean, my my birthday was on Saturday, yeah, so I mean, this could be a belated, this could be a birthday, belated gift. birthday present. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Flying Cigar Company. Visit flyingcigars.com for all your cigar needs, including. Our cigar, the blueprint. Flying Cigar Company has been a valued partner of the Burn Down Podcast since we first launched the blueprint back in July of 2022. Not only are they the exclusive online retailer for our cigar, but they have a great selection of sampler packs, accessories, and humidors. And one of our favorite things about working with Flying Cigar Company is a portion of each sale will go to a veteran organization so you know you're representing a good cause. So visit flyingcigars.com and get your blueprints today. Don't look down here. Oh, no. boy. So for the people... So Jose, what, Jose bringeth gifts. So for the people that are listening, Jose has a suitcase in the studio right now. He's got a bunch of goodies. He's like, listen, you're not, you don't even know what you're going to get, and you're going to be happy when you get it. Oh, this is... Okay, I'm, ready? Okay, here's... Us to drink. Number First one. First we drink. Right, right from Cuba. Wow. wow. Straight from Cuba, baby. Shit, baby. I've never drank that before. Seven years. Oh, my. I've always seen this. You always see this. So this is Cuban rum straight from Cuba. Yeah. Everything. There's no joke here. So tell us about it. Yes, tell us. Okay. Well, a good friend of mine, I made a phone call and I said this and I need a couple things. And he's like, okay, I'll make it happen. And he's got the power. I don't. And uh, this guy does anything I need. And he's really so you good. know a guy. You know a guy. You, you know make a, a phone guy. call. You I mean, I need call? you. I need you to make a, make a couple moves. Do this money. for me. Do that for me, please. And yeah. you get a nice. So, so with this, envelope. you can have it straight, or you can have a cool libre. Cool libre is depends how you like it. I like eighty five percent or eighty percent coke. 
Coca-Cola okay. over Pepsi, my Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we are talking about Cuba here, so yeah. you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta distinguish what we're talking about here. No, okay. I didn't have Colombia. Shit. I Anyway, um, so we do Coca-Cola, like 80% of it in the glass. And then you do like 20% of that rum. And then you you do a, a, a lime. Oh. It's fucking delicious. It's okay. Cuba Libre? Cuba Libre. Okay. So, um, also, so, just to get this out of the way, I got you guys my last book signed. Oh, oh yes. My other book. So, this, this book is your is first book on Possible, right? Eric and Justin. Oh, wow. man. Thank right. you, bro. I signed it. So, maybe, wow. maybe it's worth something in the future. Oh, I'll <laughs> bet. I'll I'm bet. Gonna, I'm going to be reading Dude, this, this tomorrow. This is awesome. So I just finished my last better, book. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Italy in four days. I'm going to read this on, on the plane. Okay, so, <laughs> this is great. This is awesome. So, here we go. I know your size because Eric told me you got a large. So, if we we're going to go all the way, it's like we're going, we're going back to Cuba a little bit. Right? Okay. Right, going okay. back to the roots. So, I got you guys. This is called Guayabera. These are... You see a lot of older Cuban men wearing it, or it's just something going on with Cuba, and it's a heritage, and it's a dance or a, 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 a feast or something, and, and the theme is Cuba. The men wear this. It's called Cuba Libre. And it, oh, most of them I, I have a, a, a stove right here. Always. Oh, yes, man. yes. Uh, I see these all the time. It's like the Cuban shirts. That is a Guayabera. This is, I mean, this is from a, a, a this is a Cuban store I got it from. So these are like, Ew. and then they come in like different materials. That is the softest material, and I like it really soft. I don't oh, like it rough. Man, I'm about to put this on right now. I gotta get, I gotta get some some tan linen pants with some uh, no, no. some loafers. No, 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 no. Oh it man, gets better. tell me you guys are ready. I'm ready. Oh boy, oh boy. I'm putting this on right now. All right. I'm putting this on right now. I'm put it on right now. Come on, why Let's not? Let's do it. All right, tell me when you're ready. I'm trying to be. Gotta, I'm trying to feel oh, like I'm in Cuba. You know. I gotta put. It, I gotta wear it right now. Hold on. Let me. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let me get this bad boy on here. Hundred percent. You said large, right? Yes, sir. Large. Yes, large, sir. Yes. There it is. There it is. Yeah. If you ah. get the XLs, it goes a little yeah. bit. Uh, my dad. It fits um, in the shoulders, but not in the. Nice. My father had it in every color, and my father always had a cigar right here, ready to go. Like if it was like a. A backpack or something. He was ready to go. I Even if he it. didn't smoke it. That's a Guayabera. Had you wear that with a nice pair of jeans or shorts or flip-flops. Very comfortable. It doesn't, oh. You don't feel the heat. Love it. How, how do you call this again? It's Guayabera. Guayabera? Guayabera. All right. Guayabera. Do you leave it open? I mean, what's the you style? You, you leave it you open, you, you button it up. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. we got right. to do this too. Oh, there yeah. yeah. Now we're talking. That's what we're talking. Let's go, now baby. I'm going I'm to leave it open. I'm going to leave it wide open. I'm going to be I'm just going to button the bottom couple here. Yeah, let the, 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 the hamburger meat hang out. Gonna, gonna, there we go. I got no really hamburger meat, but it's okay. Bang, right. baby. Thank, Thank you. Wow. Are you ready for now? Okay. We save the best for last. We save the best for last. Okay. Right, so I know what you guys like. Oh, shit. This is. All right. Made a phone call. I made it happen. Same guy as the phone call he made moved me on. Wow. Read what it is. It's a Romeo. It's our favorite Cuban. Is it a is it a white church? The white church look on the side of the box. Baby. Let's go, baby. What the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? Let's fucking around here. That's what I'm talking about. My boy Jose Ramon does his homework. My That is legit. That is, we're ready to rock and roll. Hell yeah. There you go. I mean, do we smoke the do, blueprints or do we smoke the do white we, Churchill? Well, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. You guys, you guys are smoking. Do we open right this right now? 
Do we open this right now? We let it hey, marinate. Man, I mean, I mean, we got the Cuba theme going on. Are we smoking them right now? I feel like it's only right. Let's you know, do it. Might as well open them up. Oh. Come All on, right. cigars right. are meant to be smoked, brother. Wow, thank oh, you, sir. This is great stuff. This is the best. Wow. This is the best guest by far. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Wow. Comes in. You know, like I always say, anytime I have a business meeting or I go to someone else's house, I always bring something because I was always taught never show up to someone's house empty-handed. It's always bring cookies, you know, a bottle of booze, something. But you, my friend, you didn't come empty-handed. You came both armed, struggling to get to the door with all these gifts that you got us. Thank you. We need a... You have a... uh, A knife? No, we need something to cut to open up the box here. I don't know if we can... Uh, uh, you, know, you have a flathead in that in the oh, uh, I do. in the drawer over there. There you go. Wow! Thank you, sir. I think I do. I do have a flathead. Perfect. This is coming down to me in Florida for my brother's bachelor party. I'm taking. July. I'm taking these to Italy. Yeah, I'm taking some of these to Italy. That's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to open it. The authentic. The authentic. So now, if I walk around and you know, will the Cubans you know recognize? Is this a recognizable? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, Style yeah. shirt. Cuban, Puerto Ricans, they will recognize immediately that you have a white okay. hat on. Oh, immediately. Okay. Immediately. I love it. That's you you go to you go to an environment meet with Cubans or Puerto Ricans, they'll read that immediately. Oh, he's got a white hat on. Right. Wyatt, baby. Where is the cigar? I'm gonna, I'm about, you know, since we're not smoking the blueprint now, I'm gonna put the the blueprint right here in the Wyatt. See the thing Ooh. is you gotta you gotta cut like all the different uh Wow. Now Comes in with it. the box of White Churchill. Oh let me God. see. Let me see I that bad boy. I can't wait to. Uh, I don't know if I ever opened up a box of Cubans on if, my own. And if you look. Here, really quick before you, you look at. Oh, my God. All right. So do you want, do you want to do the test? Oh, do you want to do the test? Christ. We're going to do a test live right here. Ooh, All right. Ooh, stick ooh, out your ooh. hand. Stick out your hand. Yeah. There it is. That's the test. There baby. it is, baby. Did you know about that? No. So the test, one of the tests to make sure it's a, a legit Cuban box. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> is they have this paper, which is like the seal. This is like the seal of approval, basically, and it's made with a special material that when you put it in your hand, the heat from your hand Get the makes fuck it. No, are you serious? <laughs> I swear, look at it. That's how you can. Yo, t- God damn it! Thank God that no. <laughs> so that would be really awkward if it didn't work. If it's a fake, if it's a fake one, it won't bend like that. Well, this guy here. How no wild is that? This guy's right? No joke. Wow. Oh gosh, I gotta smell these. And yeah. if you look, he showed me. He actually showed me when he gave me the box, which I, I, I didn't know. He says, so on the, the back of the box, he actually tells you, El Año, it was, it was made. It was made, I think, in twenty. Beautiful. Oh, so Couple are, years on these bad boys. And it's gotta say, uh, Head Show Imana, I think, too, right? <sighs> made with hands. Let me get a sniff of that Come bad on, boy. Man. I that love shit it. is slamming. I want one. Yeah, we oh we we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna smoke them right now. Oh, it's Dude. a beautiful thing. I mean, now, how many come in a box? I think twenty five. Oh, so this is perfect because we're gonna smoke three right now. Brings us down to twenty two, and we get eleven <laughs> each. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> Did you smell it? Dude, smell that. Just get a whiff of that bad boy. That that that's from Cuba. That's like. That's Let like, me see that. It's the Holy Grail. Let me see. I mean, is... we got the we got the Cuban rum. We got the Cuban attire, the Wayera, and we have the Cuban cigars. Thank you to my right, friend, so, Jose um, Ramon. Let's do it then. Ready? Take them out, baby. Woo-wee. Why can Churchill's? Have, can I have this to go? Yes, of course. Right. That's yours to take. One. Yeah. So it's so funny because, as you know, you did your homework. The Why Churchill 
Romeo and Juliet is replicated. Yes. The blueprint. Yes. I heard you guys talk about it. Whew, that's crazy. That is why. That is that. The, it's the same exact size. Look at that. See? There you go. For people that don't know. Now you know. The Romeo and Juliet wide shirt show was our inspiration right. for the where'd blueprint. Yeah. Well, where did I put mine? This is yours. Oh, that's mine. Okay. Yeah, look at that. Dude. There you go. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. 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 All right. All right. All right. Well, so let's. Um, well, I got to get my cutter, and my lighter. Man. Yeah, yeah, I got. So, so we have. Do you have straight cut or V cut? I like a straight. There you yeah. go, sir. Or a punch cut because we have all of them. Wow! Wow! Just when I thought it couldn't get any better. All right. Thank you again, my friend. This is great. Oh man, what an easy. I yeah. know. Okay, oh this is going to be. Woo-wee. I mean, hold on. I think it's only right, like, while we're lighting up cigars, we need some kind of Cuban music, right? Yeah, I mean, why not? Hold on. Let me, uh, let, me get the, let me get the mood going right here quick. I know the perfect <laughs> song. Oh, I got, a, I got a nice playlist. It's, it's good old Blue Eyes. All I need is a cup of Cuban coffee. Forget. Forget about oh, it. Oh, my God. God. Forget yeah, about it. Baby. Let's see here. Okay. Now I got to. Oh, here we go. Oi, Frank. I'm here so we go. excited for this cigar right here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be patient. Here we go. There we go. There we go. I'm going to be patient with this. <laughs> That's what I'm talking. Can I grab that? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Oh, this is a mix of Cuban and Italian. This is Frank Sinatra. This is, this is uh, Michael Bublé, right? No, this no. Is, this is um. This is Oi Frank Sonata Latina Tribute Orchestra. No, this is Frank's Frank Sinatra's song, though, right? Yes, this whole album is Frank Sinatra, but it's no, it's it's a Latina version. All his hits, Latin flavored. That's what it says. While we're lighting, can I tell you my first cigar? Of course, first ever. Experience? Yeah. Actually, mine was a Romeo and Juliet, but it was uh, American. It was an 1875 bully. Oh, wow. You know what? We always talk about the podcast. You know, sometimes Cubans, they have a tough draw. It's not always the best. Not this. With White Churchills, they always come correct. They always come consistent. Wow. The best. So was your first cigar? Well, I don't remember. I know it was a Cuban cigar. It was with my dad. Now, you would think, I mean, I was born here, so my parents are from Cuba. And my dad, when I tell you he was a cigar smoker, he was a cigar smoker. Yeah. He always had one. If he wasn't smoking, it was ready to go. So, um, my dad, uh, this is back like I think 97 or something, 98. And I don't know what cigar I was. I know it was a Cuban cigar. I don't know. Remember, I'll be lying to you. So my dad um, asked me to smoke a cigar with him that he was late to take a puff with it. And I, I don't smoke cigarettes. I never smoked a cigar. Um, there we go. Should we open this up too? Should Hell we, yeah. Should we drink it straight? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. We'll take it straight. Um, so, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I it hasn't even gotten into it yet. Like, uh, no, no, th- th- we have so this much is, to talk. This, this is the beginning. Once it hits your lips, <laughs> it's mm. so good. It's the best. Oh, okay, 
So let me let's let's okay. So let's hear it. First, this is a good place to start, right? Yeah. Obviously, you're a cigar smoker, so tell us about the first cigar, right? Well, it's a first, good place to start. All right. So you would think my dad being a cigar smoker and it's in his culture and we're Cuban and my dad always had a cigar. You would think that I would it will come down to me easy. It will be handed to me and I'll follow the footsteps. It wasn't so. I never got into it. I never. My father never asked me. If, I never smoked cigars. I, I had no interest. I had friends of mine smoke cigars here and there, but I never touched it. That flathead. So the day he asked me, I, I want you to try it. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. So I took a puff. I don't know what it was. I know it was a Cuban cigar. I don't remember what it was. When I took a puff, I don't know if I inhaled it a little bit. I just know that I got so sick with it, like within five, ten minutes. Yeah. I was throwing up. I was lightheaded. I turned white like a ghost. I, I, I was out for like two hours. I had to go home, lay down. I was sick. <laughs> so from that day, I said, I ain't touching that shit ever again. Fast forward, my dad passes away. So my dad passed away, I think it's now four years. When he passed away, and I never picked up a cigar since then. Mm. That was the only time I smoked it. I tried, I took a puff. I didn't even smoke a cigar. It was his cigar. So I took a puff, got turned off. I got really sick. I said, that shit ain't for me, man. Fuck that. So I don't know. I must have inhaled or something. So anyway, fast forward, my dad passes away. My sisters and I decide we're going to cremate him and we're going to take him back to Cuba, which is illegal. Can't do that. So you can't be cremated in America and taken down to Cuba? No, it's or... a communist country. You can't, you can't, it's illegal what we're doing. Wow. So we said, we said, fuck that. That's what we're going to take him. We're going to bury him on top of his parents. and They're buried in coffins. But he's cremated. We're going to put him in something that we seal it and we cement them on So top. what's illegal exactly just to go? I mean, you can't. Can, can Americans fly down to Cuba now or no? I don't know what's no, going on. No, yeah, you no, know, yeah, you can, but but you can't like, bring, you can fly you can fly there, but you, you can't, can't bring you can't bring a yeah, a but urn you can't yeah ashes. No, like a, you no, can't no, no, yeah. So you're kind of just sneaking it in. No, you no. can just go in and come. You can't like bring anything with you. Yeah. No. So we stuck him in a empty out a protein bottle, a protein shake bottle, plastic. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Stuck him in there, put it in my suitcase, and that was my shake. Wow. So we, no, no, it gets it gets better. So we go, we go, fast forward. We go. We're gonna catch this flight. Oh man. I like how it has the the like the spigot, the plastic spigot. So it's like a nice even pour. How about we do a nice salute? Oh, of course. Oh yeah, you got to give us the uh, give us your blessing, my friend. Please. I'm so excited to try this. I know, right? I just gave a little little splash for everybody. I don't want to, you know, we got to drive. You can't just do holy shit pound in a bottle. But let's uh, smell that. It's my first time ever having uh, Cuban rum with Cuban cigars with Cuban shirts with Cuban shirts with a Cuban Cuban guest. (laughs) Ready? Salute, todo mundo. Salud. Cheers. Chin chin. Mm. Well. Wow. Holy fuck, is that good? Wow. So it's nice. Dude. It's nice. Hold hold on. Hold the phone. Hold, hold the phone <laughs> for a second. What did I just drink? Yeah, is that man. shit slamming? Absolutely. I know. First, the first drink you got to coat your mouth, so it's gonna be taste a little bit different. So, oh my. Okay, so um, seven years minimal wow. utilization, smooth man. in a new it, system. No, unique. It's like a nice. It's like a nice light burn. In result, With, oh man, it's flawless. A complete Damn. rum. <clears throat> my man, fucking my man. I love this we gotta, guy. We gotta tell around, so. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm gonna. <clears throat> so I, okay. Actually, so so I you know. Like I told you, he had he had surgery. Yes. 
So uh, I spoke to him today. He was telling me, you know, hey, I heard you're gonna be my guy, Ramon uh, Jose, and I'm supposed to see him this Saturday for a, a surprise family barbecue at his brother's house. So as I'm talking to him, I kind of forgot that it was a surprise party. So he's like, yeah, man, this and that. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait to see you this weekend. And he's like, what? And I was like, I was like, no, no. I said, no, I'm, you know, I'm trying to. Can I see you this weekend? Are you around? And he was like, oh, um, yeah, you know, Sunday. Uh, I'll be around all day. Saturday, I'm going to my brother's for lunch, but, you know, you can always come. He'll, he wouldn't mind you coming. I'm like, all right, great. I'm like, yeah, because, you know, my friend, you know, Joe and I want to come and see you. This and that. I kept burying it. So I don't think I blew it. But I, as I'm telling him, I'm like, shit, it's a surprise barbecue. He almost, he almost, <laughs> blew, almost blew the lid. Almost blew the lid on it. So this so this says, uh, basically, exceptional run, five, seven years, age seven years with minimal, uh, for a, with a new system. Then it says the result, complete rum that can be drank by itself or with ginger ale. Ooh, ginger ale. I I, I think that's what it says. It's in in Spanish, so I'm trying to do the best of my Spanish translation here. But I think it says, yeah, it's seven years, new system. I can see this tastes very good with Coke. But yeah, it says, yeah. So 80% Coke, 20%. How about, uh, oh how about so it says with Delicious. ginger ale too. It says right on the bottom, right at the last. It says can be drank by itself or with ginger ale. Yeah, that's what it says on the bottom. Yeah. Wow, ginger ale. Now, you, do bars wow. typically have this or no? No, it's illegal. No, this is Cuban. This, oh, you can't, this is a Cuban. This is a no, Cuban this product, is, dude. This yeah, is, you can't sell that. You can't oh, get it. You can't, yeah, yeah. Notice how that's they, a gift. See the, the see the wow, see yes, the label on the bottom. It's the same label that's right here. So I can fly to Cuba and I can go when I'm leaving Cuba I will go to their um uh duty uh, yeah what's it called the duty free shop yes yeah and I can grab this thing and I can take it and as a gift I can't sell this it's yeah, yeah. no but it, but it has to be like in the airport you can bring it yes, back right yes yes I buy it at yeah. the airport before I yeah. get on the plane I don't think they'll let you buy it elsewhere and then I don't know wow did you so there's a funny story uh, about Cuban cigars um I don't remember who it was, but I heard this story from a friend of a friend where they were trying to bring back Cuban cigars from Cuba. And they had um, – it was either, it could have been from Cuba or it could have been from another country. But anyway, they were trying to bring Cubans into the country. And they had a, a couple of boxes and they got stopped at customs. And the guy said, you can't bring these in. He says, no, I know the law. I can bring up to 100, 100 cigars. cigars. Yeah. And he had like three boxes of 25 or something. So I can bring up to 100 cigars. They're like, no, you can't. He had the law printed out. He said, no, it says it right here. I can bring up to 100 cigars for personal consumption, and that's what that's what I have. They're like, no, we're going to have to confiscate these. You can't bring it. He said, okay, you're going to confiscate. Officer said, yeah, we're going to have to confiscate. He goes, okay, hold on one second. He opened up all the boxes. He took out all the cigars. He cracked them all in half, put them back in the box. He said, now you can confiscate it. And the officer was like, Why'd you do that? He goes, because I know I can take these, but you're confiscating so that you can go and smoke them with your buddies because they're Cubans, and I'm not going to allow that. So here, now you can confiscate them. Damn, he threw them right. They threw them right in the garbage. That's kind of a badass. Yeah, it was basically like a big, a big old fuck you. Because I I know. He goes, I know the law. I have the law printed out. Oh, you want it? Hold on one second. Yeah. My, oh, he goes. You should have seen the look on the officer's face. He was stunned. That's a really smart move, actually. Be like mm-hmm. a big, a big fuck you. Yeah, for doing that because they, you know exactly what they were gonna do. They were gonna take it back and we're gonna divvy up. Hey, to boys, their look who we got today. Yeah, fuck that. Yo, it's a sucker. Put the shit in. Yeah, take two. Yeah, fuck that. I'd have done the same thing. I'd have tossed my, cu- right my cousin went to. My cousin was in Cuba for a while, and she came back with a box of Cubans, and she's like, Eric, I um. 
come over. I, I, you know, I bought a box of Cubans. I want you to have some. I'm like, oh, great. But my cousin, she, I'm like, she doesn't, I probably had no idea about cigars. I'm like, I hope you didn't get, you know, duped. She got duped. As soon as I, oh, as soon yeah. as I walked in, I could see the box. I'm like, oh, uh, no. Opened up the box. Didn't have the, didn't have the wax paper. I'm like, oh, and I was like, Deanna, I love you. These are fake. You got duped. You got duped. <laughs> She's like, really? I'm like, where'd you get them? She's like, I don't know. Some guy was like selling them on the street. I'm like, oh, God, I wish you would have told me. I would have told you where to go. <laughs> the rule the rule is, is if if they say, like, wherever you are, because they sell a lot, like, in the Dominican Republic, or if you go down to, uh, like, the Caribbeans, people are always saying, oh, yeah. I got Cubans. If they say, hey, I got Cubans, I have Cubans, I have Cubans, they don't have Cubans. And also, if, if they're, you in, go clear, to, if they're yeah. in clear cases. If there's those, those clear wooden cases, those, those aren't Cubans, okay? The, the stores that don't advertise that have that, that that they have Cubans, you go into those, those and you ask the guy, hey, you got any? Those guys will have it. The ones that don't advertise. If they advertise they got it, they're all fake. So, Jose, anyway, let's continue your story about We're your, 25 your, minutes in. We haven't even talked. We haven't even talked. We don't even know what, who's Jose. Who's all right, this guy? So we were talking. Okay, so we were talking so, about your first ever cigar. With your father, well, right? Well, with your dad. And you thought that. That was a puff. So yeah. my dad passed away. Fast forward. We're, yes. Me and my sisters are taking them. We fly from here to Miami. We have them. We have them in. We put them in a suitcase. The suitcase is already on the plane. For some reason, my In sister, a protein shaker. In a protein yes, thing. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, that's my dad. In hey, you got to. You gotta no, f- it, it, gets, it gets interesting. So my sister, Luli, which was born in Cuba, for some reason, she got, they gave her the wrong passport. She, has a, she needs a different passport than me and my other, my, me and my sister Mari have because we were born in America. So they wouldn't let her get on the plane because they said, we'll let you get on the plane, but when you get to Cuba, they're not going to let you in. You're wasting your trip. So she's crying and we're like, oh, we're not going to go. And we're like, oh, no, we have to go. That's on the plane. Yeah. Oh. So me and Marty had to get on the plane. We flew to close. So me, we did the best. So fast forward. My first, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I wanted to bring it. I looked in the in the, in the, these containers that I have. I have this, I bought in Cuba, this wood thing that you put the cigar. My first real cigar was in the mountains of Cuba. It was like a almost four to five hour drive from Havana. Me and Marty. Got a driver, took us all the way. I I, I I don't even know what part of Cuba it was. We were in the mountains. Yeah. Over there, wow. Spanish, a campo. We were a in campo. the campo. You were, yeah, you were, we were in, in the you jungle. Were, in you, the were in, yeah, you were in like Cuba, Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll send you, I'll send you a, a photo and I'll send you a video of me there. So the guy, my first cigar, the guy's right there. You see the behind him. We're, we're like in a, an open gazebo type of thing. Yeah. And he, we're tourists to him. So did you sit down. And he's talking to you, and he's telling you Spanish how it's made, this and that. And behind him, all you see is jungle. And he tells it, and it's my first cigar. And he takes it, and he, he I guess because I'm we're new, or something, he dipped it a little bit in honey, and then he gave it to me. I've heard about this. He gave it to me. I've heard about this. I, so uh, this is a video of me, my first cigar. I smoked that. That was my best cigar. I, to this day, it's like my first ever. And then I fell in love with cigars. Let's go. See, and that's Let's issue go. because that's because I I recently posted a video. About uh, should you dip your cigars in whiskey? I saw right? it. You said no way. And, and I said, well, you know, granted, it's yeah. your cigar. You can do whatever the hell you yeah, want with yeah. it. But I always say that cigars are meant to be cigars and, and whiskey are meant to be enjoyed together, but separately, right? Um, but it is a traditional Cuban, um, uh, I guess, practice where they dip cigars in honey, 
That's a very Cuban it's Cuban, a Cuban thing. tradition. It's a Cuban it tradition. For me. I was like, and, holy and, shit. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's a it's a way to like sweeten the tip. Did it last the whole right? cigar? Or only only. Well, only... I, I there's a picture of me. Did I show you the picture of me? I'm in a. Uh, you can't tell I'm in a car, but I'm in a 1957 beat up car. And I'm smoking a cigar. I have glasses on. I have my beer kind of crazy. I don't know. So I'll no, I don't think so. Isn't that how it is in Cuba? That all the cars are like from the 50s? Yeah, well, yeah. They're yeah, all like the all, old cars, no, they right? they are. But the steering wheel is a Mercedes steering wheel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but all the cars like the old 50s, right? All those big, big, hunky cars, yeah. right? Yeah, but now over there, they, they have nothing. So they have to make it work. So yeah. they get a, a car, a Toyota a steering wheel. They're going to put a Toyota steering wheel. They got to drive. Yeah. So, um... I had a little bit of a left, and I, I have it as a memory. I have it, and I think I actually I was going to bring here so you can see it, so we can actually open up. Like, so you didn't, it. you didn't finish it. You no, ca- you saved I have a memory it. of it. I oh, that's, that's my awesome. first cigar from that's Cuba awesome. in the mountains oh, for your father. Cool. That, was, that me and my sister did that in memory and respect for my dad. That's because amazing. He was a cigar smoker. That's amazing. Yeah, that that's a great moment. That's that a great moment, man. Could even put a little bit of the that that cigar ash in the ashes with him. Has a little here you go, pop. Yeah, that would be nice. Dude, but now you got the cigar. That's cool. Now, did you smoke that cigar as you? Because you said you wanted to bring the ashes back, and you want. Did you scatter them in those mountains? No, we didn't scatter. We scattered it in the sea, and then my sister got a portion, and my sister got a portion. But I, I didn't want it. You didn't want a portion. No, no I, I wasn't crazy about it. So I, I so you guys get what you want. The rest we went to. We went to. Uh, that famous, um, you see it all the time, that famous road in Havana that you, you see the ocean. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. We went there, we found these rocks, and we just... We threw so it he's in the, the Atlantic he's Ocean in, somewhere. Yeah. Wow, it's beautiful. I mean, now I think the fish... You know, hey, he's, I don't think the fish are going to eat the... Oh, hey, wait, wait. That was some of it. And then another portion of it, we cemented on top of um, his parents, which my cousin... Oh, that's, yeah, that's that pretty together. cool. So that's pretty a, cool. He's a little bit cemented on, on his parents. Some was in the ocean. Marty has a, a little bit in a little Cuban box, and my sister Lily has a little bit in a Cuban box. So, but I don't have it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's a story. That man. is a story. Is that in your book? No. It's not. Is that in your right, book so, or no? no? No. So let's. So let's. <laughs> let's bring it. So let's get the whole story. So, so you 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 own a, a tinting business, correct? Mm-hmm. So I watched one of your videos. So I kind of want to let other people know who are watching, listening. You know, kind of your background. Where you started? Who is Jose Ramon? Where you, where did you? What's your journey like to where you got today? Between being a business owner, a father, you know, author of two books, one that's coming out this month. Tell us about it. All right. Well, um, talk well, your shit. I'm, I'm, I'm like the man in the wilderness kind of stuff. Say, but anyway, I can um, see he's got the wilderness tattoos on his. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, this was done in Cuba. That was in Cuba, and then when I, I did a a seven day with my 16 year old, she was 12 at the time. We did a seven-day road trip in Cuba. Wow. You got that one. I also like the one that you said, I am. uh, Yeah, that's pretty cool. All those things. things, Which I did to my first book. I was going to say, you got to add in possible at the bottom of that. That is a pretty cool tattoo. It's very unique. I've never seen a tattoo laid out like that. And then this one over here, actually underneath it says, be still. And over here it says, master yourself. Self-mastery. So what does this one say? Yo soy yo, simplemente yo. Ah, okay. So. What does that mean? Well. My father, my father was an attorney, and my father, um, my father's handwriting, not like not like mine. I write like a chicken, man. I think, a, I, so think do the, I. I think the chickens are getting offended. Yeah. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you we don't. call that doctor's handwriting. My, they no, write no. your prescription. My handwriting, no, my handwriting is so bad that when I, I write a check out to to one of the guys to go cash it, the bank calls me saying that the signature doesn't match. I'm like, yeah, it's me, it's me. 
But anyway, this is my dad's <laughs> signature that me and my sister got all together. That's my dad's signature. Okay. That's a badass signature. That's a that's my a, that's, father. That, my that's father. That's a cool. Idea. No, that's a pretty cool idea actually. My dad's sig- my dad's handwriting. It looks fake. It, his handwriting. It's like too perfect. It, it, he. <laughs> I forgot what it's called. My sister knows what it's called. He learned it in Cuba. So he when he writes, it's just it's 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 sexy. It, it's the way he writes. Mm-hmm. But I don't it looks have like that. somebody printed it, right? Yeah, yeah. it's it's it's, it's really almost like nice. almost like calligraphy, where it's just all the. The, the I practice and the you know. Hopefully, when I have the... kids, they'll tattoo my signature on them because I've Hell been yeah. I've practiced my signature. Yeah. In class, I was never paying attention in class. I would I would write two things on my notebooks. I would write I drew arrows everywhere, and then I did my signature. So yep. I've been practicing my signature since middle school. So now, anytime I get to do it, it's like yeah. Four minutes. I'm like, Papa. I did the Ba-ba. same thing. Everyone's like, damn, that's a good signature. I've been I've been practicing for years. Yep. <laughs> I do the same. I do the same thing, man. I do the same thing. I've been doing. And I you take got pride like the, in my signature. Yeah, you got the and, and then I have that big G at the end, so I do the and I have two dots. Papa. And it's just you do the You're like damn, that's sexy. It's personality, baby. You gotta you gotta do it. That's what I'm talking Personality. About. Unfortunately, I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the... Brrr, the chain. Yeah, no, it's brutal. No, it's brutal. But I, fuck it. I do the best you I know can. You know what you got to do? You got to get You got to get a stamp. You got to... Yeah. You got to get... <laughs> oh, and man, then like... Is that bad? Then, bang! Yeah, there's yeah, my yeah. signature, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stamp it in ink. Bang! There's my signature. Get a professional handwriter. Hey, this is my name. Make it look sexy. Get a stamp and then just be like... Boom. Done. Done. Boom. Done. There you go. That's, that's when you got to be work. See when you got when you have to sign so many checks, it's just easier when you no, have to. No, not that many checks. Yeah. <laughs> bam, <laughs> stamp, bam, stamp, bam, stamp, bam, stamp, bam, stamp. The little ones that are right. Yeah, I try to do the best to get my signature. All right, so so yeah, so we're back. So tell us so, about. So all right, so you've seen the episode. We go off on tangents. Okay, I love you've it. seen I love the podcast. I, I, I love it. I love it. That's what makes it interesting. That's it, yeah. man. But anyway, so going back to my life, uh, how I got into my business was I was a I was a junior. And then I want, <clears throat> I ended up going with my sister and my mom to Florida, which I did not want to go. I was born, I was born and raised in Jersey. I'm a North Bergen kid. I didn't want to go. So I ended up going. This goes to show you that things, sometimes that doesn't look good, you get something good out of it. So I, I went to Florida. I was there for six months. I hated it. And uh, at that time, I worked for a guy named Brad Carlton. He hired me. He was dating my cousin, Nancita. Okay? That's why he hired me. To, and he had a tinting place. So I said, all right, I'll give it a shot. I'm out here. All right. So I was doing it. I lasted for like three months. Me and him clogged heads. We, me and him didn't see how to eye. I, I personally didn't like his personality. But anyway, I'll never forget what he told me because I'm not artistic. And, and, and there's a lot of things we're going to get into. And, you, and, and, and I, what I have in this book and that book, I lived it. So I know. I know it's real. So I'm not artistic. I can't draw. I can't write. I, I, I'm horrible. You know what I mean? So I'm working for this guy, Brad. And after like three months, he tells me, dude. You cost me more money than you make me. He goes, I don't fire you because of Nancita. Now I would have fired you. And I was like, fuck, that's fucked up. All right, cool. All right, so I lasted like another month or something. Not even a couple of weeks later, I said, I'm, I'm out. I ended up being a busboy. I was making like, dude, it was brutal, man. I was like, I mean, my mom had no money. So I'm talking like I was making whatever. What, I was a busboy. So whatever the waitress gave me on top of her tips, I was making $2.18 an hour. Damn. Jeez. That's brutal. Yeah, so yeah, she's making was like Florida. 20 bucks a day. When, when, and yeah. when was this? 1987. Wow. Wow. So I, I told my mom, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going back to Florida. I'm going back to Jersey. So I came back. I drove down back to Jersey. I said, you know what? I'm going to try this tinting shit. I'm going to go for it. And in my mind, and in my mind, 
I, I could do this. I, 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 I'm the best in my mind. I was the best, but I was brutal. But I was in my mind. I was like, I'm the best. I'm gonna be the best. I am the best, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I, my first car was, and my f- best friend Richie Garcia with one light bulb. It was January. It was freezing, and we did this guy Tony Capote's car. He had a Celica GTS fully loaded. It was like a dark, a dark Celica thing. GTS Toyota Toyota Celica. No, Remember badass. Those? Back then it was badass. Today. Yeah. Remember today it's even more badass. Yeah. So so I did his car. Came out really bad, but to everybody else, this good. was yeah. this your first car in Jersey. That was my first car. First car you did with one light bulb. You know in why? His garage, and it was like it was like thirty degrees outside. And you it came out your first terrible. car. Horrible. <laughs> you know why I know it's his first car? Because you remember the guy's full name. You never. You always you know, remember yeah. your first. Tony Capote. Tony Capote. Tony Capote. What is Celica GTS? Tony Capote. Tony Capote. One light bulb. Fucking light bulb. So I I I I did that, and then I didn't tint for a bit. And then May came around of 88, and then I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to try this thing. I'm going to open it up, and I opened it up with my brother-in-law. And it uh, didn't work out. It lasted like three months. We weren't making money, and I was still in high school. But when you came, then I had my summer. I was a senior. I finished, and I was trying to get the business off the ground. It didn't work. So you were doing this while you were going to school? High school? For about a month and a half. Wow. My business. So Louis will have the doors open for me trying to get work in. So when I got out of high school, I ran over there and tried to get the business off the ground. So in my mind, well, so so in my mind, I said, you know, I'm going to do it again, but I'm going to do it by myself. So November came. And when I tell you, man, I said, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. This is going to happen. This is done. Deal. And I would tell my friends, they thought I was crazy. They're like, dude, this is Jersey. This is in Florida. It snows out here. I'm like, dude, it's going to work. So And that's why it's going to work because nobody else is going to be tinting and I'm going to be out there fucking tinting. That's it. You know, <clears throat> yeah. So <laughs> You're like, fuck this. And, and I'm, I'm doing this. I'm glad you brought that up. At that time, there was no tin shops. There was one, that's, that's all. There was one other dude, uh, the name of the company was called Custom Window Tinting, which is still in business today. His name is Anthony, up in Union, Jersey. So, but I didn't know him at the time. So um, I opened up the shop. Nothing. November, what? Brutal. Really? Brutal. I, I would open up my shop at 7 to like 10 o'clock at night. I'm lucky if I did one car like in 10 days. I barely made enough money. The rent was $850 to rent there. I had enough money to pay the rent and the phone. And that's it. Yeah, because back then there was no internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was no mm-hmm. Google. You know I mean? how, so, are you, how are you thinking you were going to get customers or clients? Were you going out or are you just no. waiting for them to come? Well, I did whatever I had to do. Oh, no, yeah, I was going to say, you're probably like, how, I don't know. I'm just know, fucking doing No, no, you want to know how bad it was? You want to know how, 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 like, I think about it now. I'm like, dude, hold on, you look like an idiot. <laughs> you know what I did? Yo, I, I think about it today. I'm like, I, I feel like slapping myself. I said, I got to get business. You know what I did? I went to Home, no, I, I it wasn't Home Depot. It was uh, Tafaro Lumber. I don't think Home Depot existed then. I got a eight by, no, four by eight piece of plywood and, and the name of the company was Midnight Expressions at the time. I put Midnight Expressions and I put the phone number and I nailed it to the pole. I'm telling you, pull away. Yo, that didn't last a day. I got a phone call from the the, um, the public service company saying that's illegal what I did. <laughs> Take it down now. Immediately. Yo, can you imagine you walk up the sidewalk and there's a big piece of plywood nailed to the pole? Yeah, so I, I would have taken it off and I would have leaned it against the pole. You said I couldn't nail it, but you didn't say nothing hey, about man, leaning you gotta, it. You got to learn somehow. Sometimes you got to learn Fuck the hard it. way. Hey, listen, but you know, in all fairness, if somebody can go up there and staple a garage sale, you know, six at it, whatever, like... Why can't you staple a piece of plywood? Dude, the, the, uh, plywood's dude, a little it, bit bigger. Dude, if you're walking, you don't see it, you're going to get hurt. 
I would have just stuck it into the ground. Bang. Can I do that? Oh. No. All right. I would just keep moving around. Keep delaying oh, it. Another week of it. Another week of it. In my first book, I talk about the laws of attraction. Oh, okay. Let's get they, into this. Yeah. Let's they get into this. Are, all right. So if I was to sum Let's up that book, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. The law of attraction. And I'm not, I'm not a... No, it's real. I'm not, no, I'm not, it's, I'm it's not real. a... I'm not a... Listen to me. I, I, I didn't know anything about the law of attraction. No one ever talked about this stuff back then. It didn't exist. No classes, no secret, nothing. We're talking 1988. No, it existed, but they didn't have a name yeah. for it. Yeah, no. It, it, yeah. It, so well, no, let's, let, let's take a step back. Wait, wait, before I go it. So in my mind, I saw myself as the best. I would tell people the best, but I wasn't the best. But because I did that and I believed it, the laws of attraction had to apply yeah. to me. You ready mm-hmm. for this? No, you ready for this? It's in my first book. And I touch a little bit on this book, but that's not really what the focus is. I open up my shop on 43rd Street in Union City. If you go to my Instagram, there's a picture of me there. You'll see it. If you go to my Instagram and you scroll down, you're going to find a picture of me in front of the shop. 1987. That's my literally on your, second shop. Is this on your tinting uh, page? Yes, yes, okay. tinting page. Inside. That's fine. You Let's have to scroll like, and you have to find it. I'll scroll while you're, while you're talking no, about it. No, that's, but that's, I mean... Like you know, you had mentioned the law of attraction, where back then nobody nobody talked about it, no. right? Nobody. But what I mean by it, when I say that it existed, they just have a name for it. The law of attraction has always existed. It's Christ always talked about it. It's always been mm, around. Yeah. Where what you think about, you bring about. That's what the law of attraction is, right? If you consume your thoughts with some image or some. Um, idea of what you want to be, where you want to be, what, how you're going to get. If you consume your thoughts with that, the universe is going to bring things to you that are like those thoughts and to put you in positions like that. But like you said, back then, you didn't know what it was. No. But you just fucking did it and it happened. But you know Now what? they call it the law of attraction. Or, or the law of believing. Or whatever, the law of believing. Whatever, whatever, whatever the law is. It's all, all the same shit. Positive thinking. It's all the same shit. It works. Yeah, it works. So, 100% is this, works. Is this it right here? This one? That's me. That was in 1989. That, that Let me say it. Let me say it. Yeah. That's 1989 right there. That's me right there. I was 20 years old. I gotta take a screenshot and put that in the in the. In the uh, so it in said, what did that say? 99. 99.99. Come on in. For most You're cars. The next contestant at the Price Is Right. For a hundred bucks, that's... I'll tent you. Oh, what is? Okay, so what is this? Look at this little baby you got. Little... No, that's not mine. I only rented. I rented this side. I rented. I know, I but that's a gem it. little car right there. Like this picture. Oh, the car McGee is mine. That's what I'm saying. That was my car. That was my. Car. I bought that and just like that. Little gem that of green. a car right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love no, it. That's, that okay, so so tell so tell us more about it. So you think so, you're thinking that you're the best, even though you suck. But you're like, no, I'm the fucking best, okay, and ready? I'm gonna get there. You ready for this, Eric? Justin, no internet, no internet didn't exist. I, I, I want to before I get into, it, I want to say I want to add one thing that's really important about the law of attraction. I heard it for the first time. I've heard people talk about it. That are authority in this. I've heard it. But someone said it's so perfect. The way I, I said it. The way he said it, it seemed like he read it out of my book. Let's take it a simpler step. The law of attraction works. When you believe that you are that already, you're not wanting to be that. Yes. You are that. Act we'll, as and, if. And yeah. we'll take it, for, we'll take it two, 2,000 years back. And I'm not religious. Jesus Christ said, when you pray... Believe that you already received it yes. already. Yes. Then yes. it will be yours. Yes. So in my mind, I am the best tinder. It had to come. So I'm yes. in my shop. Yes. I get a knock on my door. Open up the door. Tall dude, 6'4", long white hair. Look like he, 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 he motley crew type of dude. Dragging a suitcase. I'm like, oh, dude, this guy's going to try to sell me some insurance. Shit, I got no money. 
So he comes he comes to the front of the door, but he don't come in. He goes, Hey, how you doing? And you you take windows here? I'm like, Yeah. And I I I just so happy to be doing a Ford probe. You ever heard that car? Yeah. Probe? All right. So I did the back part, I didn't do the front door shit. He goes, uh, my name is Mark Horowick, and I, I tint windows myself. Long behold, the dude has tool stuff to tint in boxes in the drag what he's dragging. He found me through the phone book. He's from Sarasota, Florida. His name is Mark Kerwick. He only was there because he met his girlfriend or fiance in the Bahamas, which she was from here. They got they got married. They, he had to stay here for a year because she needed she worked for the airline. She needed to wait one year to get the transfer to go to, to Sarasota. That's where he's from. The dude tinted windows like I do today. And he came to me. I didn't come looking for him. He came to me and he goes, he, he comes in, he goes, I see that you're doing a car. Can, can I do those two front doors you? I'm like, sure. Ready for this? Good. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm holding it, baby. Oh, Man. <laughs> so, so Mark does these doors and I'm like, holy shit, this guy came from space. What the fuck? Now, he's doing shit that I'm doing today. And we talk, and he goes, I'll make you a deal. I'm like, all right. Now, my shop, to this day, me and him laugh. We're, we're really good friends to this day. He, he lives in Tampa now. He goes, oh, to this day, we laugh. He goes, oh, your shop looked like it was abandoned forever. It, I, horrible. Uh, but, <laughs> so anyway, he goes, I'll make you a deal. How about this? I'll teach you what I know. Let me stay here for one year. We split the profits. 50-50. And when the year ends and I go back with my wife to Sarasota, no strings attached, you go your way, I go my way. I'm like, fuck, I'm in. Yeah, that's oh, and a I win, forgot, yeah. I, wait, wait, wow. and I forgot, I forgot to lay out. I had to get a part-time job at nighttime with FedEx because I was getting married. I was, I was engaged. I was getting married the following year and I needed money. So I, I was working for FedEx from, from 5.30 to 12 o'clock at night loading in Maywood, New Jersey. Uh, I forgot, it was TEB station. I was loading the containers, man. I... In all respect, whoever does that, I beautiful. It wasn't for me. I, I didn't love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Mark Mark jumps in. I, I go home. I tell uh, my fiance, I tell my family. And they're like, are you crazy? He's trying to steal money from me. I'm like, steal what? Yeah. I have nothing. <laughs> I don't got anything. What? I ain't I, got nothing to steal. Yeah. <laughs> What's he going to steal? No, you can't. I go, this is me. I'm going to do it. I'm. He's in. I'm in with him. I, I committed with him. He's going to teach me. Fast forward. Yeah, you had nothing to lose, right? What do I got to, he's got to lose. Yeah, exactly. So he told me something that day I'll never forget. He goes, Jose, what I'm teaching you, you can never repay me. And I didn't grasp it at that moment. And I think about it today throughout these years. And I go, motherfucker. What he was saying is, Jose, you're going to make so much money for the rest of your life. If I was to charge you a million dollars, you're not going to be able to. You, yeah. you, you, the countless of money. You, if, yeah. It's countless the money you're wow. going to make. So, Mark leaves. I got a trade. Before he leaves, I'm, I'm still, I still have the, for like three months, I'm doing FedEx, right? He sees me, I'm busting my ass, right? I'm a hard worker, man. I, 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 don't, I fucking hit the grind. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I think it's shutting off on me. I talk a lot. Maybe give a, it's all right. No. We try can, and purge it. You can try no, and purge it. We can get that real. Low into the cigar. I might, I might. You ever uh, do that? No. So, so. Do I, did I let go the ass first? No. So, per, so blow into the cigar and see if it's still lit. Yeah. So do that one more time. And now you, Genius. Can, now you can try to puff on it a little bit. There, there you go. go. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck 
out of here. You like that? <laughs> I've never seen a video on that. Yeah, it's called. You guys point. are fucking smokers. I told you. Good point. And smoking. It's like so. Th- you think of it real quick on that. Holy shit! Real quick on that. You think of it like a fire, right? When you're making a fire and the fire kind of looks like it's going out. What do you do to a fire? You blow on the embers of the fire to ignite yeah. it. Unbelievable. Right? So you do the same thing when it's kind of going out. Blow into the cigar. And if there's smoke, that means there's still a part that's lit because the smoke's coming out. Yep. So you do a couple of blows in there. It's like blowing on a fire. And then you take a draw. It does two things. One, it'll relight the cigar. And two, it clears out any of that shit flavor. So if you have a cigar that kind of went out a little bit, you just blow on it. Genius. It clears it out. You're Genius. good to go. If it doesn't, then you and you still want to keep the ash. You take a lighter. Right, so like, let's say this is a lighter. You take a lighter and you just touch the outside of the like where the ash touches the cigar. You know. just touch the outside of that. You don't want to go back and you just touch the outside a little bit and then it'll, it'll relight. Yeah, if you're trying to keep the ash, yeah, See, all these little tricks. We man. ain't posers, man. We know some shit around Listen, here. We know a cigar. You come on the burn so, down, yeah. you learn some Listen, shit. We hey, know hey, our hey, shit. And okay? before I, I go on with the story, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a baby in cigars. You guys will smoke me knowledge. 99% of your listeners will smoke me in knowledge. But one thing I do know, I don't know much about cigars, but what I do know is I know what I like for me. That's all that matters. Honestly, that's all that matters. That matters. I know. That's all that matters. I know cigars are too strong for me. Yo, you know what? That's going to give me a headache. I can't. But this, all day. All day. Your cigar, all day. One of my go-to cigars is... uh, Floria de, de Olivia. Okay. I, I don't yeah, get, yeah. I don't get sick from it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't give me a headache. Wow. It's not rough on my palate. It's good for me. That much I know. And I can smoke by myself. I like smoking myself on that. But the company, that much I know. So I'm see, a- okay there. See, and that's a beautiful thing, too, is that's what we tell people all the time with cigars is it could be a $5 cigar. It could be a $500 cigar. If you like the $5 cigar, then more power to you. Yep. That means you don't got to break the bank to get a box of 20. That's all that matters. You know, if, if that's the like. one... The best cigar is the one that you are currently smoking, that you enjoy. That's the best cigar, right? It's not like, oh, I, I, it has to be $500. This cigar is a million dollars because it's wrapped in, with the label's got diamonds on it and it's dipped in Louis Thirteenth cognac. No. If the cigar is $5 and you love it. It's all matters, baby. Who who are we to say, hey, that's a shit cigar? We would no. never say. We would no. never say that. What's that guy, Tatua? Tatua? Tatua, yeah. I saw a video of him that he said, he said, Really interesting. He said the best cigar he ever had was some guy in a, I don't know where he was or what country was it, some guy, on a, an older man on a bicycle, gave him a cigar out of his pocket, and he goes, to this day, that's the best cigar I've had. I, I saw him say it in the video. I was like, yo, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. And here's like here's that's the thing, matters. too. Best cigar you ever had, you said, was the first cigar you smoked, but it wasn't the cigar itself, because it could have been any freaking cigar, right? Do you have any idea what cigar it was? No, it was a Cuban cigar that was dipped in, in honey. You have no idea who made it, no idea where it's from. Well, no, 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 no. He rolled it in front of me. Yeah, but who who who, who was he? Was he like, oh, was it Romeo know. and Julieta? No, no, was it Arturo Fuente? You have no idea. It was a guy who rolled the cigar, Cuban cigar, dipped it in honey, gave it to you. But what made it the best cigar ever was the memory that you have of where and when you smoked it. I'll never it. forget it. You were there in the jungles of Cuba spreading what? the ashes of your what? father smoking a cigar. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the blend of the cigar. It was huh? a Cuban cigar. Huh? It could have been anything. But huh? the moment of you smoking it, that's what made it special. That's right. And that's what we talk about on uh, what makes cigars special. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with the blend. It's the moment that you're having while you're smoking that cigar. That's what makes cigars special. Preach, brother. Tell them. 
Hallelujah. That's going to be a good reel right there. It's going to be a good short right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you already got a lot going on. Throw the, hand, the, the wax trick, the fucking purge. How cool is that trick, though? You never saw that trick? That's a So there's a there's a, 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 a list of, with, with Romeo and Julieta, there's not as many telltale signs. There obviously are, right, with the labels and the box that has to be made of certain cardboard and the way that they lay. Another thing you'll notice is the way that they lay them out is with Cuban cigars is they're they have to be 100% symmetrical. Mm-hmm. So you'll notice that none of them are misshaped. If I can show it to you. If you look, I see how they're all like... The bands are all the bands are all lined like, up. You know, lined up and everything. A lot of times you'll see some that are all, you know, Mismatched. funky and one will yeah. be up, one will be down. Um, the thing with the, the tissue paper, but with, with Cohibas, Cohibas are the most faked cigar on the planet, I believe. There's a whole series of it has to be um, a certain number of squares. squares inside the label. If you look at the the Cohiba, the Indian head, mm-hmm. there's another holographic head on the inside of that head. There's and the, it's all done in Cuba. It's so all done in Cuba. And the thing is, like that, they're so strict on what the cigars that come out that you can easily tell the fake ones. And then if, if all else fails, you open one up and smoke it, you'll 100% know that it's fake. Let me tell you something. When you whipped that out and you told him, yo, do the test. I don't know what you guys talking about. He's like, the fuck? Can you imagine that shit didn't bend? Is that wild? That would We would have been I like, know, been I like knew it. yeah, it works. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. cool? That'll work? Hold the table yeah, us. thanks for the cigars, Jose. <laughs> Isn't that cool, though? How, oh, how wild is that, man? That's, it's, that's, a, that's like a little one that a lot of people don't know about. It's a certain type of... I, Look at this! Look at this mantra right here, right? The the White Churchill Romeo and Juliet inspired, you know, was inspired, or the blueprints were inspired by the cigar which it's in front of right now. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful. I'm gonna look it up because I don't know what the type of paper. So that, now this shot off of me. What do I do? Oh, it's off now. Yeah. Yeah. You just, I mean, if you you just ash it and just you can relight it. Well, that's what I would normally do. Yeah. yeah. So ash it, right? But now when you relight clean it, clean it out a little bit. Yeah, you can clean it out a little bit when you relight it. Don't put the flame back into the cigar. Just touch like the edges Inside, yeah. of the burn. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when you put the cigar right back, if you put it back in the cigar, it's going to be really really harsh. So you just kind of touch the edges yeah, a little exactly. bit. And then you'll be able to... Uh... Love that. Jesus Christ. So that, guy, so that guy taught you everything that you needed to know about Tintin. That's where yeah, we left off. Yeah, and he said something to me before he... Well, when I was working for FedEx, which I was getting at before. So I... um. He said something to me that I'll never forget. And that's where this book comes in. He said something to me. He said, Jose, I want to tell you something. And this guy, Mark Herwick, his name is Mark Herwick. Mark Herwick, is, he's always been, he's very, he's a person that he has no hair in his tongue. He's a nice guy, but if he has something to say, he'll say it. A lot of people, he rubs the wrong way. Um, that's the way he is, but me and him always... We were always so straight with each other. We never had that issue. Mm-hmm. He told me if it's something he didn't like I was doing. He'd be like, yo, dude, that's going to hurt you and it's not good. You know what I mean? So anyway, he tells me something. He goes, Jose, you got to make a decision. Either you do the business all the way or you do FedEx all the way. You can't do both. And I, what I heard was, this is what I heard. When he was telling me that, this is what I heard. Jose, you don't love FedEx. You don't like doing that. It brings no pleasure, no fulfillment. I, 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 I bite my tongue when I go, and this is what I really love. And you know what I did? That day, I did not go to work, and I quit. When I went home and I told everybody, now, we're, we have a Spanish background here. 
In Spanish, they're saying, that's the job security. What are you doing? What is this guy telling you? Are you crazy? You're getting married. I said, I don't care. I'm not doing it. I made a decision and I'm going to go all the way. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't make that decision, I, I know today I'll still be working in FedEx. And once again, whoever, I, I, the job is great. It, it just wasn't for me. Yeah, yeah but you, you, you took had a passion you, on yourself. You took you a leap of faith. It. You took a leap of totally, faith. Totally. Because if you looked at it, if you looked at FedEx and you looked at what I was doing at, at, with, with the company, there was no future looking by the senses, by, not by faith. But if you looked, you said, there's no money coming in. Nobody knows who you are. There's no internet, nothing. Nothing going on over here. You got job security. You got insurance. You got, a, a, you know, something with the company. And I'm sure there's stocks and all that stuff. I let all that go and I went for it all. And today, by God's grace, man, I, whatever I have, it, 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 it was all by the leap of faith, man. I could do what the fuck when I want, when I want to leave. Mm -hmm. I prepared to go today. I didn't work today, really. I, I dabbed a little bit with the guys. I had to go see an estimate in the morning for someone's house. But my guys worked. And they're like, yo, we got this. And they're doing their thing. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. You're like, is this really my life? Yeah. Yeah. But see, the key word is you took the leap of faith, right? That's you took risks. Thing. Yep. Right? Because anything worth having, you have to take a risk. You have to work hard for it. We talk about it all the time on a podcast where anything worth having is worth fighting for, is worth risking for. And it's worth the hard work. Nothing comes easy, right? Anything that comes easy isn't worth having. If, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And no everybody doubt. would be multimillionaires. Justin, you know what? People see what we establish in my business today. No joke. You can look it up. You can look at my reviews. We are the face of the film industry. The respect that we have, not just from customers, the respect of all my competitors. When you mention my name and my company, like, that guy's the man. And what's your company's name today? Protective Solar Films. Everyone check in out Jersey. Protective Solar Films out in Jersey. If That's you need right. car tinting, if you need, you know, I saw you home, hotel, anything. I saw, yeah, I saw you tinting. Um, I might have to get my my Jeep tinted, man. I, as we speak, I'm actually doing. He's right across the way. I might have to get my Jeep tinted, right man. Right across the city. I, I got the white Jeep out there. I'm Jersey City. Gotta get that cleaned up. Get that tinted. I tell you what, you come to me, we tint it, and we go. I tell you guys, take the best Cuban sandwiches. You you wouldn't know what to oh, do yourself. Say less. You say wouldn't less, know what to yeah. do yourself. Say less. A little place, a little only, dive in Hoboken. Let's do it. See, my girl. The only the only problem is. And I used to have tints on my. I had a Mitsubishi uh, Spider Eclipse in uh, uh, the last two years of high school, and then a couple of years in college before it it sucked up some water during a monsoon and hydro locked my engine, and that pissed me off. But I had tints on it, and what sucked is that being in New York, and you probably get this in Jersey too, you get anytime you get pulled over, they bing you for the fucking tints. It's like if you, New York they, is tough. This is New York, they right? bing you for the tints, and I'm like, no, it's and, tough here. It's and the tough. problem is it's now tough. you have tints, and you have to get your car, your inspection every year. Fail. If you don't go to a guy, and a lot of the the you used to be able to go, I used to go to a guy, and they just he goes, yeah, no problem, I'm gonna run it through, and yeah. I won't even worry about oh, the tints, right? I'll put, I'll roll the windows down and pretend, right? But now all the shops they don't do that anymore. They're super strict on get on cracking down on shops that if they find that you got inspected and it passed, meanwhile you have the tints, they go to the shop. So it's like now you got to take the tints off, get it inspected, put the tints back on. But I got good news for you. We carry a film called, it's from a company called Flex Film. It's called a premium ceramic line. It's, I can give you, because New York is tough than Jersey. New, New Jersey's, I love it. Jersey, New York, the law is 70%. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, now, you have to let in and let in 70% of light, right? I got I carry a film called the 70% premium ceramic. Knocks out. 91% of the heat out with no tint look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you look at your car, it doesn't look tinted. But when you get in that car, you're like, holy shit. You do the winch, there's no, I don't feel the heat. It's a beast. 
and that's a big seller for us. So, so for those that are worried about the law, I got some for you. My man okay. Jose got you. Well, do you got that? But I do like the look of tints, man, because I had I had limo tints. Yeah. On and my, where's and where's the shop? And it was it was West New York, New Jersey. West dark, oh, like New York, you couldn't okay. see if my tints on my Mitsubishi were so dark that if I was inside of it. You couldn't you couldn't tell that there was anybody inside. You couldn't see into the car. I don't know how you can see out of it. You know you know what that is. That's five uh, percent. You have five yeah. percent visibility. Oh yeah, I know. That's I wanted insane. it dark. I, I was like, I want it dark. But I'll tell you, she looked like a she looked like a I'm sure. beast. Nice. I mean, sure. it wasn't a beast of a car, right? So this sure. should be Eclipse, okay? But pff, that thing looks sexy, man. <laughs> that thing looked sexy. But as soon as you get pulled over, whoop, boop. Here's oh. here's your ticket for your taillight and for the tents. Yep. Son of a bitch. <laughs> always, always. So you got to get like the 70, at least 70% of the light, right? You got to get them 71% tents. <laughs> well, the, the higher the number, the lighter. The yeah. The lower the number, the darker. Because you got it, but it has to let in 70%, yes, right? Yes, yes. So give me the 70, give me right on the number. <laughs> give me the exact amount. Okay. So, all right. So now, so you got this tenting business and now it's called, uh, what is it? Protective solar. Uh, protective solar films. Solar films. And, and going back to the other point. Uh, we, we, people look at what I got, uh, whatever the little bit that I got. They see uh, the van, they see the work we have, uh, the, the, whatever the rep, the people that follow us. But they don't see, they don't see the thirty-five years. They don't see that I've been through Nobody the two thousand seven crash, the pandemic. Nobody sees it. Uh, I, I remember. I, I've been through it all. I've been through it all. Like like business wise, thirty-five years in business. Mm-hmm. Not many, you know, you know, I, I read a statistic the other day. 80%, 80% of business that open up within two years fail. Yes, absolutely. So I say, I don't got much, but man, I work for myself. I do what I want, when I want, fucking love it. That's all that matters. And that's what we're going to get into this bad boy right That's here. all that matters. So before we get into live your fucking story, your second book, when did you? What was the inspiration between um, your first book, Impossible, and then how did you even get to thinking about well, writing a know, book? No, no, let's, let's get let's go. Yeah, let's get a little deeper with that. Oh, first off, this? look at that fucking ash, baby. Come on, that's nice. Look at that bad boy. I'm a little guy here. It's gonna go. Though, I haven't already. even tried. I just, I just. Boop. Been, oh, there See, you go. I knew it was gonna go, to but I'm so pumped because I just finished my my last book, so I needed a new book. Now I have one signed from the man himself. You know what I'm fucking pumped for? And this is like my exact type of book. You know what I'm pumped for? Is I'm pumped for smoking Romeo y Julieta wide Churchill's <laughs> in fucking Italy when I'm on a private boat in Lake Como smoking in my Italian linens, smoking my Cuban. I'm going to take a picture in San Jose and be like, I'm the fucking man. That's right. I'm the man. Not I'm going to be the man. I'm the fucking man. You're going to be the man, commandante. Right? Oh my gosh, man! I can't, dude. So thank you so much for these, <laughs> oh. bro. I cannot wait, dude. You got wire letters on. You got uh. Cuban. Yo, what, <laughs> dude? You know what we're gonna have to do? I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to uh, see if I have like an empty, empty bottle, like an empty, an old bourbon bottle that's empty, and just and rip the label off of it, clean it out. Put half of this back in there, so you can send it home. So we both have half and half, and you have that. You have like an unmarked bottle. Yeah, I'm marked bottle. <laughs> People be like, "The hell is that?" Like, don't worry about that's it. That's that cute. That's that illegal weapon. shit. That's even better. I that's can't tell you. Shit. I have to kill you. That's yeah. even. That's I like even that better stuff, right? I like that idea. Take it out, but keep it like unmarked bottle. That, um, that, uh, that illegal shit. All right. So tell us about the book, man. Well, number one, I'm gonna tell you something about me. 
if my English teacher in high school, in Memorial, Memorial High School in West New York, if you were to ask her if I was ever going to write a book, she would laugh in your face. I, I think like I cheated all the time. And I had like a D plus, C, barely making it. Brutal school. I hated school. Even though later on in my life, I went to Montclair State. I graduated. I did seven years at Montclair State University. Um, I never been to school. I went later in my later years. I was in my I was in my late 30s, going to 40s, and running my business and going full-time, part-time, full-time, going to Montclair State. But that being said, I'll tell you something about me that my kids know. And they, 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 they're like, what, Dad? This, goes, this is another point that I'm going to prove regarding this book. I can't. I'm a horrible speller. I have problems uh, spelling words all the time. I can't. You say a simple word, you'll be like, spell it out. You, you spell it out, tip of your tongue. I can't. I can't, I can't break down those words. I, 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 not every word, obviously, but I can't spell. I can't spell obviously. I can never get obviously. <laughs> yeah. right. There's a lot of words I can't spell. So what yeah, I Yeah, but you know is, what? A lot, a lot of people can't read the sign for that says bathroom, but it doesn't mean they don't know how to use the toilet. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> so some people can't even spell toilet. It doesn't mean they don't know how to use one. Good you know point. what I'm saying, right? Good point, good point. So good point. just because you can't, you know, English is bad, you can't spell, doesn't mean you can't write a book. Well, I, I can't spell, so I'll, not every word, obviously, a lot of words. And then what I use, Google. But what I am good at, and I've gotten good at, I first, I'm not lying to you, man. I said, I am an author. They're like, my kids are like, you gotta write a book? Dad, you have problems spelling? You can't, I, this, this times, this way, I, there's words I can't pronounce. But then I look at Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise can't read. You know that, right? He reads backwards. So he has to hear his lines. Really? We're talk- Tom Cruise can't read. Oh, I didn't. No, he reads, he, reads, he reads like backwards or something. So he has to hear his lines. Tom Cruise, which is, to me, one of the greatest actors of all time. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tom look Cruise. at Floyd Mayweather. Apparently, he's uh, illiterate. Well, that guy makes $150 million in 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> that, I, I think half of that was due to 50 Cent ragging on him. But, I mean, yeah. even so, even if that's true. Who cares? Huh? Guy figured out what he's good at, and he went with it. So, so in, in the book, I talk about what you're good at. If you're good at something, you you master it more. If that's what you love, you go after it, and you master it. You've been insane to your craft. Like, you lose your mind to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, or, or you've never done it, but in your mind, like, I am going to be the best. And there's there's people in there that I talk about that, that if you look them up, um... They've done great things, and they've done it. They mastered one thing. They were successful, and they said, you know what? i never done that. i never done jujitsu uh, in his 20s. Never done jujitsu. He ended up being a, a black belt in jujitsu. And then from there, he said, you know what? Uh, this is a gentleman. His name is Josh. Oh, I can't pronounce his last name, but he's in the book. I don't want to kill his last name. But the man was a chess player. Uh, he did uh, Thai fighting, and then he went to uh, jujitsu, and he went. he's he's an author, He, he and then he went to some type of... Water, sport, or something. He ended up becoming master of everything in different times. So you can master anything. So when it comes to the book, I said, I am an author. And whatever I, it needs to come to me, when I write now, I might not be able to spell the word, but I've gotten so good that when I when the book goes to editing, like this book right now is in editing. I'm using this guy, um, Alex, from a company. And he's editing. I've used him before for this book. He's really good. Even when he's done... I look at him like, mm, that could sound better. And I rewrite it and I send it back to him. No, 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 I want it like this. And he's like, ooh, that was good. So I was, I've, I, I can, I'm creative with my words. I know how to put things together. I know how to keep them in context. And if I can't spell a word, I type in, I, I, I go, 
Uh, yeah. Whatever word spells it, and I go Google. How do you spell obvious? Yeah, yeah. And my yeah. kid's like, no fucking way. I'm like, yeah, fucking way. Yeah, I knew, I knew, a, I knew a guy who wrote his first book, and he was the same way. He goes, I, I'm not a writer. He goes, I can't, I can't really write. He goes, but I can speak. It's like so he used a platform where it was text to speech. He goes, I spoke my whole book. Beautiful. He goes, Beautiful. what I would do is when people would go into, like, they would have writing sessions where they'd sit down and they'd write a chapter. He goes, I would go into my my den or wherever I was, and I would take my phone, and I would talk my chapters and what I wanted to write. He goes, I would just speak it, and it would just write it out for me. And then I would look at it and be like, okay, I got to change and send it to my editor, and obviously the run-on sentences. But I would speak it. He goes, I spoke my whole book. I didn't write a single thing. And he wrote a book. Sent to an editor, or it's like the, what you were saying before is some people, you know, some people find out what they what they're good at, and they hone in and they become a master of their craft, whatever the craft may be. I don't care if you cut grass, if you're a master of your craft, you become the very best in that industry. That's you know, then you'll you'll succeed. But the other thing you talk about, some people don't they don't have the innate ability to do certain things. Uh, case in point. Tom Brady. When Tom Brady huh. came out Don't of college. Don't make co- me go there. I'm a Patriot fan, by the way. Uh, okay. Well, I'm a Giant fan, so we got your, oh, you know, we, 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 beat, we beat the undefeated. I, you know, I'm just saying. Hurt. Listen, you know. Oh, Tom, listen, we beat the best team of all time. I'm just a, saying. Twice. I'm a, twice. Jet, I'm a Jet fan. So, uh, a well, Jet you got Aaron Rodgers, well, so there you go. You know uh, okay. Well, yeah, now you got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But, but back, I don't even to cut you off. But back in the days, the well, majority of my friends are Jet fans. I said, listen, they should change it to the helicopters. They're like, yeah, fuck you. The worst thing, the worst, the worst thing that happened to the Jets is that they were in the division, same division as the Patriots. It's literally mm-hmm. the worst thing that could have happened. Of course. But, but, but the Jets can give them a hard time. They're no, they always division. do. They always do. The, the, they always do. That's why whenever... They had their number. Whenever it, back, back then, when it was Brady on the Patriots versus the Jets, whatever the spread was, you would always take the Jets. Well, because the Jets they always the best played the them. Division. Yeah. They, they always them played them t- tough. Always. Yeah. So back to Tom Brady. Tom Brady, when he came out of college into the draft, Everybody said this. This guy will not amount to anything. He Beautiful. was the most. He was the 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 clumsiest, most unathletic quarterback. Looked like was frail. Couldn't bench one eighty five. Like just absolute dog shit of a quarterback. Okay, was drafted a hundred and ninety ninth. Holy to the Patriots. Shit. Okay, hundred and ninety ninth. How many people should kick this? Now listen. Now listen. Yeah. This, no is, this is this is this is this is going off of two points that you've talked about. One. Finding out what you like and may not be good at, but just putting all the effort in to become the best. And two, the um, law of attraction, right? Saying that I am, not I will be or I want to be. It's I am, okay? He was drafted 199th. He meets uh, Robert Kraft, owner of the Patriots. He meets him in the tunnel. I know where you're going with this. I know Going to practice one day, right? Beautiful. And Tom Brady walks up and says, hi, I'm. my name is Bob Bob. Right before he cuts him off, Robert Kraft says, I know who you are. You are 199th draft pick. And Brady goes, and that's the best decision you've ever made. So, so talk about that's believing what, that you are the best. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Drafted 199th, performed terribly at the combine. All the ver- the vertical, every, the bench press, the 40-yard dash, all of it. Absolutely terrible. Most fragile quarterback out there. Clumsiest, lazy, lanky-looking dude. Becomes the greatest quarterback to ever touch a football. You want to talk about believing and honing in on your craft? Hands huh? down, hands down. He well, was insane to his craft. I, I like to give a I, speaking on this mantra here. I like to give a shout out to my brother, my younger brother Tyler. He just completed his first project. He's a mechanical engineer, but he was a superintendent. He's a superintendent for a major New York City construction company, 
He just finished his first project as a superintendent in one year. The average cost a week was $5 million in new construction. So he completed his first project in New York City. Uh-huh. And one of his stories with my father, who is an electrical engineer, who Justin knows, my dad takes him to college. He's like, man, you know, thermodynamics, you know, physics, th- you know, th- these are hard classes. My brother's like, bring it on. I'm ready. My dad was like, whoa. Okay. Okay. Uh, sure. And my brother's a, he's extremely successful superintendent, mechanical engineer. So just a quick shout out, you know, speaking on this mantra because love it. That you know, that's what love it. What's his name? My brother's Tyler. His Tyler? name is Tyler. Yeah, he's got two brothers. He's got two brothers. Both engineers, but my, that's one. Of, uh, I'm the oldest, so they're both younger than me. But that was one of the one stories. of them we call Big Tuna. Yeah, we call my middle brother Tyler Big Tuna. Why? He's a he's a big fisherman. He's big? a he's a big guy, large guy, and he's a fisherman. And one day I just we were out tuna fishing. I just was like Big Tuna. I'm like, what's up, Big Tuna? He goes, hey, it's stuck, and I call him Big Tuna. We called we like to call Justin the German Missile. Yeah, I don't know where that kid came. from. <laughs> well, I came from my bachelor party. Ju- you know, Justin's German. He's a big boy. He's a fucking missile. He called me German Missile, but I still like Big Tuna. How tall are you? Six four. You're fucking Tom Brady's height. I'm fucking five yeah. seven. That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. And you're you're tall too. I'll tell you. Uh, I actually got the official calculation because on my license it says six foot. Uh, six foot. I'm like, I think I'm taller. No, I just got like my physical. Two. I thought I was six two. I'm six one and a half. Six one and a half. Yeah. Okay. I'm six two. Yeah. Well, that's me. I think I'm six well, three and a half, but that's like flat footed. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so good shit all around. It's all about having confidence, man. Yeah. It's all. Hey, about- but you know what? Okay. So you said you're five five six. Five eight? No, I'm five seven. Five seven. Well, okay. So I'm not. She's a you're okay, five six so let's and a half. Go, let's, let's, let's keep let's keep going into this, right? Spud Webb, five foot six. Yeah. Won the dunk contest. Yeah, true. In eighty something. Eighty six. No, was it eighty six? No? I think it was eighty six. Eighty six. Yeah, because Jordan won it in like eighty eight or something let's say. like that. But let's fact check that. Five six, and he won the dunk contest. Nate Robinson, who's what five seven. Five year height jumped over Dwight Howard, who's seven foot two. So that's why when they say any anybody like they puts limitations on them, that's their limitations. That's not your limitations. 1986, baby. 1986. Let's go. All right. All right. So, all right, so back to your you know, shit. Okay. You know, you know your so we got this book, right? So you had that book. Impossible. Now, now we're going into this book called wow. Live Your Fucking Story. This is my uh Okay, and now this is this this the book this is the book where yours truly are mentioned in the book, so the, which is the story awesome. behind this, how we all got in contact with you is our my good friend from college, our photographer Lorenzo Totoli. Yeah, who took all the photos for our website, for our blueprint. He's a beast. For, he's a beast. He guy is. Want to talk about honing your craft? All right, so let me tell you. Talk about honing your craft. Yeah, yeah. So let's hear it from so your I'm side. I'm following you guys. I love cigars, and I'm I'm following some people. I'm learning about cigars. You know, even though you would think I would, you know, you know, I hear all the stories. Oh, my dad, and I've, uh, not me, man. Even though I should have got it from my dad, I, I you know. Nothing like that. I didn't have that yeah. that story. So I, I find you guys and I start. Oh man, these guys are cool. All right, and I, I'm watching your videos, and then I see I see your your pictures. And I'm like fuck, and I, and I look and I see the name. And I'm like fuck, and I and I, I look him up on Instagram, and I see him. Look, I'm going through the shit. I'm like, yo, this guy's fucking bad. And I'm like, I have an idea for my book because originally this wasn't the idea. It was no picture. It was going to be just live your fucking story. The background was yellow. It, it had a nice pop. I have actually uh, pictures or uh, designs. I hired some of the Prototypes. designs. Yeah, it, it was something I was going to go with. And I said, mm, let me see. I can do something with this guy. So I, I hit him up. And then we end up talking. 
And I remember he was with his, I think he was with his kids. I heard the kid, oh, he's, oh, he's dropping off his daughter. daughter. Yeah. He's dropping off his daughter and he goes, I'll hit you back up. So we hit up and I'm at a job and we're talking. And I said to him, I said, listen, I see your work. I, I, I found you right here. And in my mind, before I spoke to him, I said, this is, yo, I write, him in the, I write about him in this book. I said, this is the man. Before I spoke to him, I didn't know nothing about him. I knew that this man loved what he did. And I, I, you can ask him. When you see him, go, did, did Jose ask you this? So we're talking, and I said, this is what I want to do. This and I. He goes, oh, great. I go, I have a question for you. No, I, I, and I quote him in the book. And I said, I have a question for you. Don't know who he is. We just talked on the phone first time. My question was, I go, do you love what you do? And this after us talking for like maybe five, ten minutes. He goes, yeah, I love what I do. I go, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. It was, the work is too amazing. The pictures, the angles, the, uh, how he's creative. No way this man is, doesn't love what he do. There's no fucking way. Mm-hmm. So he did that. We got together. We, I said, I have ideas. I want, I want to be yelling because the book is live your fucking story. And I, and I thought it was a whole picture. And then he comes, how about we do half the face? And and we did it. And he showed me that. I'm like, dude, that's it, that's it. So he took, he took, he took your picture, your face, and just cut it in half and put it on the. We, we, yeah, he sent me. And I said, this is it. he sent me, a, he sent me a lot, a lot of. He does. A gr- I mean, and and we He's had him creative man. We had him. You know what his we, nickname is? No. T Dog. T Dog. For real? Yeah. Why? T- he he looks could, like not for nothing. He, he looks like a linebacker. He looks. He played football yeah, in college. Thick, he looks a, strong. That yeah, guy. yeah, he's a thick. Like I would yeah. not want to get punched in the face. By <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, no, he's, no he's, yeah. fucking way. That guy would knock all my teeth out. When we first when we first met him, well, he knew him from college stuff. But when we first got our uh, pictures taken, he did it for. Um, we had T-shirts and stuff, right? And we had we were doing some sort of. We wanted to. Up our game with with some of the pictures that we had because we had the only pictures we had were the ones we took on our iPhones. We need some better pictures, so we he, we did a little photo shoot, right? We did um no we had we actually before we had the shirts. This is when we just wanted to do a new logo, right? Which is that logo right there. He took the picture of that. Okay, that was, so, so, you guys so the so the the backstory. Lorenzo get when Lorenzo first started doing photography, he gave us a free session. He was like getting into it. He's like, hey, I'm trying to get into like this photography niche. Because he has an entertainment company. He's a, he does weddings and DJing. He's like, I want to do like a photo element. You know, can I test on you guys? And I was like, I want to test certain angles, certain lightings. And Justin was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah, free photo so shoot. Those, so that original first logo was from our fr- quote unquote That's free session. The first one. Yeah. The first one. Our first one. So then, you know, a year or so later, once he, you know, honed in on his craft, we're like, all right, Lorenzo, we want to make, we want to get you to get us like some real good shit. And he went and, he and went you want to talk about you know, stepping your game up from the photos from this photo session versus the photos that we just got for our blueprint and, and some, some, uh, for our new logo and for new website pictures. He went, he went like three, four, five levels up. And I, and it was within what a year and a half or two years. Yeah, I said, just we both went to Lorenzo said, man, you are honing in on your craft. And he told me he hasn't been doing it for long. No, he, and he learned, he, nobody taught him. He learned this everything like, on his own trial that, and error. He came in the first one he had, he had one camera and we went and we did a couple of spots. We did some at like a coffee shop. We did some in like an alleyway and he had no one equipment, camera. just no a camera. one camera, just a camera. He came in, we did the next photo shoot at a lounge called Leafs Cigar Lounge in um, New Milford, New Jersey. We walked in, we had, you know, we, cause we were doing a, an episode there. Uh, well, we did an episode afterwards, but we were meeting the guy there just to do our photo shoot. 
And Lorenzo came in. He had like three cameras. He had lights. He had stands. He had suitcases. He had all the equipment. And we're sitting there like, man, you really. He goes, oh, yeah, I've come a long way, man. <laughs> and it's all self-taught. All self-taught. It's amazing. Unbelievable what the guy does. Unbelievable. But you know, you know what the thing is? You're right. You can't te- You can't f- force that. Like if you don't absolutely love I'm something, sorry. you're not going to sp- you're not going to spend the no time no to learn all of the, the entire all of the ins and outs of the craft if you don't 100 percent love it. Let me ask you a question. I have a question for both of you. The book. You know what the book's about? What you two do? Because you said you guys were in a video. I saw a video, guys, and I I'm almost 100 percent sure it came out of your mouth. You said. You said that you guys love what you do. You guys both have uh, uh, you have daytime jobs, mm-hmm. but your goal is to do this full time and give it everything you got, and you guys make a living off this. And I said, that's exactly what the book's about. That's what the book's about. That's what the book's about. Yeah. You guys are what the book's about. We're trying to live our fucking story. I mean, it's Jose. the same. It's the same story as you. Is you had the the the, the tent shop, and you're also working FedEx, right? Because FedEx was paying the bills, but you were building your dream of owning the tent shop. And now, and it's like, listen, yeah, I'm, I have a nine, I have a, a full time job because that's what keeps food on the table. But this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that we, have. yes, we have a full time job that keeps the food on the table, keeps the lights on. But this right here, the blueprint, having conversations, podcasting, creating content, doing events, that's what we want to do. That's what we, that's what we are doing. All right, let me, let me just read you. It came with notes. No, it no, came well, with no, notes. Little point things I want to be sure I want to touch. No, no. But I want you. I want to read to you. This oh. is a hell of a pairing, by the way, dude. I took a couple photos of it. Uh, dude, you ready for makes this? sense. Yeah, let's hear it. So you got the intro. So I'm going to read to you the chapters. So let's going to say what the chapters and you okay. Can, you can so imagine these are, these the, are the chapters in the book. These are okay. chapters in the book, and then the chapter, and then little points in the chapter. So in the first chapter, it's. Ooh. 